This is Lou Ann Jones for Centennial Voices Oral History Project, a collaboration between the National Park Service's Park History Program and the Association of National Park Rangers. In 1974, J.D. Swid began what would become a 33-year career as a National Park Service Ranger when he reported for duty at Yosemite National Park. There, a disciplined mentor and a balky horse taught the seasonal ranger the importance of his image as well as his duties. What did it mean or did you think about what it meant to be a Park Service Ranger? Um, I didn't really have a concept of national parks or being a park ranger. I know um, what the uniform meant, uh, mostly because of, uh, you know, Rick's insistence that his staff be well uniformed. Rick Smith, the subdistrict ranger, was JD's supervisor. And Rick wouldn't let me do any front country patrol on horseback until I had a flat hat. And, um, in those days, you had to order them from Albert and Ferguson, and it took a long time to get them. And we were a wearing, flat hat is the iconic uh, headgear with a wide flat brim the park rangers wear. <laughs> I don't think he believed that I actually had one yet, because <laughs> he always bugged me. Where's that hat, Swed? I, I ordered it. I ordered it. I'll never forget the first day my hat came in. I wanted to do a horse patrol, so. Rick came out and he looked at my uniform and he goes, okay, you can go, because I, I had my hat on. <laughs> With his new hat and boots borrowed from his friend Joe Evans, J.D. was ready for his first front country patrol on horseback. And so I'm in Joe's cowboy boots and my brand new hat, and I'm riding along feeling pretty studly in, in the uniform and in the front country there, and I'm running through the campgrounds and um, there's people out in the meadow and there's people on the bridge and it, it's real, a real busy summer Saturday and I'm on this horse called Droopy, a cantankerous horse and then when he wasn't being cantankerous he'd fall asleep and walk off a cliff if he weren't careful. Remember, as a new ranger, J.D. was still a novice on horseback. <laughs> I'm on Droopy and I decided it's time to go back and so Droopy knows that we're going back to the barn. Droopy did not want to go back to the barn. Well, I'm trying to get him to cross the Tuolumne River there. As soon as the water touched Droopy's belly, he freaked out. Instead of turning around or going forward, he turned down river and was jumping <laughs> like a, this big gallop. So I stayed on him for five or six of these big jumps. So now we were going, at when he jumped, the water was coming up over my waist and almost over his head. <laughs> so I didn't know exactly what to do. And so I decided I was gonna bail off because I was afraid I'd drown the horse. I didn't know better. So I'm trying to time that and kind of get him over to the edge. And so he takes this one last gallop and I'm, I try to bail off at the right time. Well, I didn't pick the right time and he kind of bucked me off and I landed in the mud in about eight, 10 inches of water. 
I still had the reins in my hand, and Al Droopy's just standing there next to me, calm. And I'm looking around, and it doesn't look like anybody's seen me. There's still people picnicking in the meadow. They're not looking at me. There's nobody looking at me from the road. I look in the water, and I see something floating down the river, and it's my hat. In all the commotion, J.D.'s brand-new flat hat had fallen in the river. So I, I kind of have to swim out to get my hat. I pick it up, and there's a hoof print right through the center of my, the crown of my hat. <laughs> After finally returning Droopy to the barn, J.D. had to report to the ranger station. I take care of the horse. I walk up to the ranger station, and water's still squishing out of my boots, out of Joe's boots. And Smith just looks at me, and I had my hat behind my hand. He just looks at me, and he goes, this better be good, Smith. <laughs> and so I told him the story, and then I showed him my hat, and he just turned and walked away. <laughs> and then I had to go to talk to Joe about his boots being all wet. Oh, it was not, it was not good. For Centennial Voices, this is Lou Ann Jones of the Park History Program, audio production courtesy of Nolan Edmondson, a volunteer with the National Park Service.